0: My name is Ty French and these are My Rants. Welcome to Thai Rants. <laughs> Hello, 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 and welcome back to Tyrants. My name is Ty French and these are my rants, (laughs) you guys. Tyrants, I'm so, so sorry that I have been letting you down the past few weeks. Two Fridays ago, there wasn't an episode. You guys already heard the reason for that. And then last Friday, there wasn't an episode. And that's just because I was a big, fat dum-dum. And I forgot to post it. I literally had an episode of French Tips recorded to go live last Friday. And then I, I, I got to Guatemala, forgot to edit it, forgot to post it. Literally didn't know what day it was, didn't know who I was, didn't know where I was. And it just never went up. But there was an episode that I had recorded and prepared. Then by the time I realized that I hadn't posted it, 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 it wasn't that good of an episode anyway. So I just, you know... What let it off the hook. Um, and then, I, I, today's episode is a little late. It's a little late. And you know what? Sue me. Sue me. I, I gravely misunderstood how freaking exhausted I would be after my Guatemalan adventure. I'm finally back. I basically had one full day before I was back and I, I thought I, I would be fine to be able to sit down and record and do a recap episode. And I sat down to record it last night and I thought, there is no way. There's no way. I want to do this episode justice because I think it's going to be such a fun episode. I, there are so many fun things about this trip that I wanted to tell you guys about. And I had not one lick. Of energy (laughs) to give. I literally was just like, I can't, I can't do it. And so I decided I would wake up Wednesday morning early, record it, and then just hurry and put it out. And I woke up this morning and they were doing construction outside of my house. It was so loud, I couldn't record. And so, you know what? I'm here now, we're here now. All I can do is apologize and hope you guys forgive me. But anyways, hello, hello, hello. I missed you guys. I I feel so out of like like rehearsal. I don't even know how to podcast anymore. I feel like the, the person who went to Guatemala and the person who returned from Guatemala are two different people. I feel like a completely reborn Thai French. Honestly, This trip, before we get into all the nitty gritty, uh, because if you guys have been following my Instagram stories and shit, you know, there was a lot of drama that happened and there was a lot of, you know, vibes, but honestly, like the second I got there after 24 hours, I literally was just like, wow, 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 wow. This trip is what my soul needed. I feel so reborn. I feel so alive. I it was such an adventure. I had just I was surrounded by so much love and kindness and adventure and hanging out with Billy and my friend Morgan and everyone at the wedding. Literally, I <laughs> I have no words. Like it was definitely one of the best trips I've ever been on. Guatemala, you have my heart forever. It is such an amazing place. If you guys are interested in, you know, finding new places and adventure and whatever, add Guatemala to your list because I'm obsessed. I'm literally obsessed. I'm going to be getting married there now. I'm going to be going once a year. I, I'm i a Guatemalan little bitch. Anyways, sorry if the Aspen recap was a little low energy or all over the place. I was honestly delirious and I have not even listened back to it <laughs> because I'm scared that it was the best, but yeah. I, I feel like I haven't been home in a million years. I feel like I basically lived in Guatemala. I was scared for what I was going to return home to after I was gone for two weeks. I was scared that I was going to be welcomed back to Termite City or Leak City. LA had a ton of rain while I was away. And honestly, I came back. Everything was fine. I think. God, I don't know how I had time in the time in between Aspen and Guatemala, but that day I like washed my sheets, did all my laundry, made my bed. So when I came home from Guatemala, I came home to a clean apartment to fresh, clean sheets. And let me tell you, that was the best decision I've ever made for myself. That was the best Valentine's Day gift I could have given myself. Happy Valentine's Day, tyrants. I can't believe I didn't kick off the episode with that. We have so much to cover today. While I was away in Guatemala, there was the Grammys, there was the Super Bowl. So much has happened. I don't even know where to begin. I honestly don't even know what to say. I guess I'll start with the pop culture stuff before we get into the Guatemala recap. I have still yet to see the Grammys. Obviously, I've seen like a lot of clips on TikTok and stuff. But um, I I do want to watch them in full. But I feel like I've gotten... Enough information, and enough content to be able to comment on what needs to be commented on, a.k.a. Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus, this was her year at the Grammys. She's never looked better. Her hair was amazing. Her Margiela dress. Are we kidding? Are we kidding? Literally, it was amazing. It was iconic. And her performance, that photo of her that went viral, that is floating around, is literally like top 10 favorite photos of a performer ever it is so freaking gorgeous and she won her first grammy and i'm just so you know being a disney kid growing up with miley i just like this this was her year i'm so happy for her taylor swift won album of the year which i you know swifties don't come for me but i think i should have went to SZA. um and you know her dress wasn't that great We all can agree. But she announced a new album, the like something tortured poets department or something. I don't know. You guys, I'm not a Swifty. I'll give it a chance. I'll give it a chance. I'll listen to it and I'll let you guys know when we listen to it, okay? Um, Then we also had the Super Bowl. And when I tell you, I was at a airport hotel in Guatemala City after the most amazing trip of my life and trying to find the Super Bowl to watch. I found it on some like Spanish ESPN and we had to watch it without sound because it was in Spanish. <laughs> so I did watch the Super Bowl. However, I was also watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills at the same time. So I wasn't really paying attention until the last quarter until when it was in, you know, going overtime and it was, you know, touchdown for touchdown. And I obviously just wanted to see the halftime performance and if the Chiefs won, if Taylor Swift went on the field, which I got to see both of those things. I got to watch the halftime show and I got to see Taylor storm the field, which was just iconic. The halftime show, I, you know, I was, I was dancing along. I was bopping. I was vibing. I think it was way too slow at the start, way too chaotic. I wish it would have started with the rollerblades. And I don't know. It it was cute. It was cute. Not the worst one, not the best one. I think Usher is definitely an amazing performer. And this proved that. But I really wish it would have just been a little bit more stripped back. He didn't really have to do all that with all the why was there a thousand people on the field? Why was there literally a thousand people on the field? I do not know. But, anyways, it was cute. I wish he would have brought out Justin Bieber. Apparently he tried. Justin Bieber said no. Yada, yada, yada. Justin Bieber suck a dick. I don't care. We're over you now. You said no, so I'm moving on. I'm moving past you. Justin Bieber, I'm done with your ass. You're a big ass bitch and you're being annoying. Okay? Just come out. Give the people what they want. Come to the Super Bowl halftime show, please. Anyways, um, then, you know, the Chiefs won. And I just, uh, I just have to say, this was a fairytale moment that I don't think I would have ever seen. And I love it. I've lived it. I've laughed it. And now I'm complete. Now I'm done with it. I think that this, the story arc of me being obsessed with Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, obviously I still like support them and like go good for you guys. Love you guys together. But like now I'm done. Now I'm done. I've checked out. I, the, the story is complete. I've read the whole book. I, I started at chapter one and I was invested and now we're at the end of the book. And I'm good with that. And you know what? A second book might come out. But I think I'm good with just reading the first one. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes you get a book and you're so obsessed with it and you read it, and then you kind of got everything you need. And then the second book comes comes out, and you don't need to read the second one because you don't need the 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 the, the story character character development of this to go any further. That's where I'm at with Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. I've got everything I need. I feel so full. I've eaten my meal, and I'm ready to move on to a new book. But I'm happy for you guys that are still going to be reading chapter two. That's how it was with Euphoria. I watched Euphoria season one. Loved it. Laughed it. Literally, well, I wasn't laughing. It was gorgeous. And then season two came out. And I didn't ever care to watch it. And I never watched it. And I'm never going to watch it. And season three, I ain't going to watch it. But I'm happy for the fans who still watch it and still love it. You know what I mean? So that's where I'm at. I, I feel fulfilled with this relationship story arc. And... We got our happily ever after, and I'm happy for you guys to continue on with book numero two. But oh, sorry, numero. I'm just I'm just still talking in Spanish because I'm so fluent now after my my weeks in Guatemala. <laughs> Anyways, that was the big takeaway from the Super Bowl. Obviously, um, happy for the Chiefs. Congrats! Now for the real star of the Super Bowl, the star of my heart, the icon of my life. Beyonce. Yep, Beyonce. So since I was watching it on Spanish television, we did not get the Super Bowl commercials, which I did not know that. But they play completely different commercials. They just play regular commercials on ESPN Spanish version. I don't know if that's like everywhere, if that was just in the airport, whatever. So I didn't get to see any... Super Bowl halftime commercials and I still haven't seen any the only one I saw was Beyonce's with Verizon because the gays the gays were on top of it and we were all in a group message and they were you know updating me about commercials and they were like Beyonce and I was like Beyonce what like I haven't seen a Beyonce commercial nothing no nothing so then obviously they like posted it online right away people are people are quick on the internet okay so I got to see the Beyonce commercial She announces new music, bam, 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 country album act two. Two singles, Texas Hold'em, 16 Carriages. When I tell you 16 Carriages is the most beautiful song I've ever heard in my life, in my life, Texas Hold'em, ye motherfucking haw, Guys, just on my Aspen recap last week, I was telling you guys how I, I feel sexiest when I'm in a cowboy hat and cowboy boots. I've been in my cowboy era. And I need you guys to remember that. And I need you guys to remember that I documented that before that she came out with this country era. And so when you see all these little Twinkie gays on Instagram now wearing cowboy hats and cowboy boots, know that I was in my cowboy era before it was cool. Okay. I was going against the grain. I was being the Twinkie gay at the high tops bar, listening to Lady Gaga in a cowboy boot and a cowboy hat. I've been in my cowboy era for years, for years. Scroll back on my, on my Instagram feed, people. I've been in a cowboy hat for years, and now all these gays out here in Los Angeles, California, are going to be trying to copy me because they're just following trends. And you know what? I'm a trendsetter, not a trend follower, and I'm going to need you guys to remember that when you see all these gays up here in cowboy hats. But anyways, the songs are beautiful. This was rumored forever ago when Act One was first announced that it was three acts and that one was going to be like a house disco album, one was country, and one is Rock? Staying very tuned for Beyonce rock. I don't know. But it it makes so much sense. She's from Texas. She's from Houston. Like she grew up around this type of music and like daddy issues from Lemonade is very country. So it this just makes sense. And I'm so excited to hear the rest of the album. A lot of people are speculating that she's going to have a feature with Taylor Swift on the album, which will literally break the Internet like that. That would literally break the internet. However, I feel like if she had a song with Taylor Swift like that would have been the lead single off of the album, I don't know. I'm not sure because that would have been more iconic to drop during the Super Bowl because Taylor Swift was at the Super Bowl and her boyfriend was going to be winning the Super Bowl. I don't know. Maybe she didn't want it to be all about – like she did want the announcement of the album to be about that. But give it up to Beyonce for making the Super Bowl still about her even though she didn't perform – the, the halftime show. Like, literally, that's what everyone is talking about. No one even cares about Escher's performance, or at least the gays. And yeah, I'm just so excited to see this era. She was just spotted at a, a Loire or something fashion show yesterday. And she is, just, I am so here. I love High Fashion Cowboy. And this is making the Louis Vuitton Pharrell show make so much more sense. Obviously, he knew she was about to come out with a country album, and she just has so much influence over fashion trends. And so I think that's a really smart move on Pharrell's part, but yeah, we get a whole new album out. I think it's March 29th and just, I, I can't wait. There's, there's rumors that she's going to be doing a, a um, residency at the Las Vegas sphere sponsored by, by Verizon as well, which I can imagine because I can't imagine that she is going to do a whole world tour for act two as well. She just finished a world tour. She's got three children, like no that's not going to happen but a lot of people are speculating that that the three acts are you know three three parts of music that black people created that like they don't get enough credit for aka disco house and then country and then rock and this is kind of her her like farewell to to the industry her retirement and that she's going to create these three acts and then there's going to be one large visual film of the three acts and it's going to be her going throughout these different worlds that through this universe of black music and that is going to be like the farewell of her music career which i'm not prepared to talk about yet but if so at least that means we're getting the visuals one day hopefully <laughs> The visuals for Texas Hold'em look so freaking cute. I cannot wait to see just everything that she does. I'm not holding my breath on when we will see any visuals because I'm still holding my breath on Renaissance three years later. But yeah, wow. I So many of you guys are just real ones. So many of you tyrants are real ones because so many of you guys were DMing me as soon as the songs were announced. Like, did you see this? Did you see this? I know you're in Guatemala, but have you seen? So I appreciate, I appreciate you guys thinking of me every time Beyonce does something. But yes, I've seen. I've been keeping track. Uh, mega girl and if she plays at the sphere I will definitely be attending I will definitely need to take out a loan I'm still paying off the loan for the um two times I went to Renaissance <laughs> but yeah wow that was kind of all the things that I saw in the but I mean there's so- I was gone for so long you guys so sorry if there was so many other things that happened in pop culture I can't like I, I-, I ain't living in the past I ain't going back and you know figuring all this shit out like the wicked trailer was announced i don't know anything about wicked literally whatsoever what at all i've never seen the play never seen a movie never i don't know i know it has something to do with the wizard of oz i know something to do with like popular you're gonna be so i literally don't know but the trailer came out i watched it i don't have a horse in the race i don't care um it looks cute i guess I'll, i'll watch it when it comes out for sure but Staying very tuned. I don't know. Okay, before we continue, I have to let the tyrants know that today's episode is sponsored by Clean Simple Eats. Now, the tyrants, you guys already know I'm obsessed with their protein powders. You guys already know that it comes in 26 all-natural delicious flavors and that it is always grass-fed and there are no artificial ingredients. That it's third-party tested, non-GMO, and gluten-free. You guys already know that. So today... I want to share with you something else that I've been using and I have been loving the Clean Simple Eats hydration drink mix. So, whether tequila has come out a little strong over the weekend or I just had a swole epic major day in the gym, the hydration drink mix is everything. They're filled with electrolytes and excellent for recovery. They have so many amazing flavors, sweet kiwi, coconut lime, sour cherry, I'm telling you, they're delicious. Plus, Clean Simple Eats is female-founded, female-owned, okay? Visit CleanSimpleEats.com and use code TYRANTS at checkout for 10% off your order. That's CleanSimpleEats.com. Use code TYRANTS for 10% off your order. Okay, now let's get into what you all came here to talk about. Guatemala. Guatemala was either the trip from heaven or the trip from hell, (laughs) <laughs> Depending on if you're in your complaining era or not. And I am not. So I think it was the trip of heaven. But there were definitely a lot of things that made it, you know, an adventure to say the least. Like I said, before I get into, you know, my complaining era, <laughs> one of you guys damned me and was like, you're allowed to complain on this week's episode. But no, really, it was the best trip of my life. I feel so grateful. I feel so thankful. And I'm just like feeling reborn and blessed and happy, but also sad (laughs) because there was a lot of shit that happened. But anyways, I'm just going to, I don't even know where to begin. I literally don't even know where to begin. There was so much stuff that happened and I really don't want to forget anything. So I'm just going to try and go day by day um, and just, you know, start from the beginning. So as you guys know, I was in Aspen the week before. And I flew home from Aspen and I literally had like eight hours and then I flew and I took the red eye to Guatemala. Wow. Oh, my God. In what world is that okay? In what world did I think that that would be doable? Because I was so goddamn tired. I was so literally delirious But we did it. You know, I came back home. I recorded two podcast episodes, only one of which (laughs) actually made it on air. And then I, you know, washed my sheets, packed my luggage and put on a spray tan again because I didn't learn my lesson from Aspen and took the red eye. Now, I guess I did learn my lesson from Aspen because it worked this time. I don't know what happened, probably because I didn't really sleep on the flight at all. And then, you know, there was a journey to get to the Airbnb. So I was in the spray tan for kind of a while by the time I finally got to wash it off. And it worked. I was very tan and I loved it. Thank God for Santa Pay. I would have literally hated my life if I was pale there because, you know, when you're in a tropical destination, when you're pale, it's just not good. And it's like when you're on the trip, it's like, no, I need to be tan the day, get there, not when I'm leaving, you know. Anyways, so I land in Guatemala City at like six thirty in the morning, and Billy and Morgan got there the night before, and they were spending a night in Guatemala City at this just like really shitty hotel until we had to until I got there, and then we were driving to Lake Atitlán, which is like three three and a half hours away. And so I get there at six thirty in the morning, and the car isn't taking us to the lake until nine. So I Uber from the airport to their hotel. Their hotel is the shittiest hotel I've ever seen in my life. And keep in mind, I basically didn't get a lick of sleep because I'm not, I, it was a short flight. It's like five hours. And like, I don't know. I just was in a spray tan. I was so cold and it just like, didn't really sleep at all. But I get there, I get to their hotel room and we just pass away. We pass out, we sleep for another, like I get maybe an hour of sleep. And then we get picked up in a taxi and we start our journey to the lake. (laughs) Now, I've been to Guatemala before and I've been to the lake before, but when I came, it was pitch black when we drove to the lake. So, like, I remember it being so windy and so, like, mountainy, but I don't really remember seeing a lot. What I tell you? You are going up a mountain, down a mountain, round a mountain, merry-go-round, up and down, yippee-ki-yay. It was crazy. The drive to get from Guatemala City to Lake Atelan is literally insane. And it's so long. And we're just in this taxi. I'm still in the spray tan. I've got no sleep. 12 hours ago, I was in Aspen. I'm just like literally DeLulu. But like, I'm just high on life. I'm high on energy. I'm seeing Billy, Morgan. We're just like chatting the whole car ride. And, you know... Some sometimes when you're getting close, it's like you know, paved road, dirt road, paved road, dirt road. And then we get to an impasse, and there the, the the road ends. We've been driving for two and a half hours. The road ends. There is a lake, or there's like a river, and we're like, um, excuse me. Like, like the like the, the dirt road goes into the river. And our taxi driver's like, um, okay. And we're, you know, I'll keep in mind also, we're in another country. Nobody here speaks a lick of English. When you go to Mexico or like Cabo or like super touristy spots, like everyone knows like a little bit of English and no, no here I'm talking no communication with another human being other than Morgan and, and Billy for a week straight. It was crazy. So finally there's like this little 12 year old boy that pops out of a bush Next to this river. And it's like, oh, come on, amigo. Like, Basically, like, signaling us to go through the river. And I'm like, what are you? What what are you, the, the, the troll that lives under the bridge? Like, is it your job to just guide people through this ravine to get through the other side? I was so confused. But then our Uber driver is like, okay, I guess. We literally drive through a river and then end up on another dirt hill, another dirt road. And we're like, whatever, I guess. Here we go. So then we, we, you know, another 20, 30 minutes goes by and we get to the road in which we're supposed to go to our Airbnb, which is this like super cool, all glass, A-frame cabin. And our car can't get up the road. Our car can't get up the road because it's too steep. It's so steep. And the angle is so weird. And then we go to our Airbnb instructions that my friend Morgan so, so carefully read. And it says, make sure you have a four-wheel drive vehicle and are very experienced on dirt roads to get to the Airbnb. We're obviously not in that. We're in a taxi car. So, you know, after literally 45 minutes of trying to get up this hill, I'm literally not exaggerating. We have to walk. We have to walk up the hill. And not only do we have to walk up a hill, we have to walk up 200 stairs to get up to the Airbnb. You guys know I don't travel very lightly. You guys know I travel with a lot of stuff. Overweight bag, duffel bag, camera bag, all this shit. Also, keep in mind, I haven't slept yet. I haven't slept yet. And I'm in a spray tan. Wanna tell you, I've never felt so low in my entire life. I've never felt that much pain. In my life, carrying that luggage up 200 stairs will be the vein of my existence. And if you guys think I'm kidding, please go to my Instagram story, Highlight, Guatemala, on the Atai French page. And there are stories of all this. There's visuals for it if you guys need it. There were so many stairs and my luggage was so heavy that the handles of my duffel bag ripped off by the time I got to the top of the stairs. Just to put it in perspective. So we get up to the cabin. The view is literally insane. Like, the cabin is so cool. It's this glass A-frame, and we're, you know, just, like, praising Jesus. We're, like, you know, we made it. The hard part's over. We're living on a high. There's a sense of adrenaline, yada, yada, yada. And then we're thinking, you know, the whole trip, we're only at the lake for, like, two, three days. So we're, like, okay, we can walk up and down the stairs fine just without our luggage. You know, we'll be fine. Then... The, the, the Airbnb instructions, like, give us this name of this taxi driver or whatever to come pick us up and take us into town and stuff because we're literally in the middle of nowhere. Like, we, there's nothing we could walk to. We can't get groceries. We don't have water. Like, there's nothing around us. And at this point, we are starving. We're starving. Starving. So we text the guy. He comes and picks us up. And he shows up at the door at the Airbnb. And we're like, excuse me, excuse me amigo, how did you get here? I had to go to the door of the Airbnb because we just had to walk up 200 steps with all our luggage. Oh, oh, don't you worry. There was a second road. There's a second road that cars can go up. Keep in mind, it is a dirt road and it's a very sketchy road. But our, our taxi driver definitely could have made it up. So we're like, awesome. Okay, great. Good to know that we just did all of that for nothing. But, you know, bonding experience exercise i don't know i'm trying to be in my positive era so we finally have him take us to we, literally the only thing we can say is like food restaurant restaurant food like please that's all we could say we didn't know where we were we didn't know what town we were in and whatever the lake is huge so i had been to the lake before but i had been in a completely other part of town like a more touristy spot we were in the middle of nowhere i'm talking dirt roads Locals only, like nowhere. So we show up to the one restaurant in the town near us and we try to pay him and we're idiots. We try and pay him with cash, like American cash. And he's like, oh, like, well, I'm not taking that. We don't take that. And we're like, uh, right, right, right. Like we need to get your money. Um, it's called like Quetzales or something. So we're like, oh, like, okay, can you take us to an ATM? And he's like, we don't have that. And we're like, Banco, Banco. No, we don't have that. The closest one is in a town 30 minutes away. We're like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Cool, 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 cool. Um, so what are we supposed to do? So we finally, like, we give him, like, way more than we should have paid him. But in U.S. dollars, God bless him. And we're like, you know what? We just have to eat, and we'll figure this out later. We eat at this restaurant. Probably some of the scariest food I've ever had in my life. <laughs> I ordered shrimp. um, And, you know, I'm thinking, you can't go wrong with shrimp. You can't go wrong with shrimp. When I tell you, they still had eyes. They still had legs. They were two feet long. I was so hungry, I didn't care. Get in my tummy. yum yum, 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 yum. I ate it. I was scared. We persevered. Luckily, this place accepted credit card. We got a bunch of cervezas. The view was literally insane. It looks like the uh, Central American version of... The amalfi coast like it's so gorgeous we couldn't even believe what we were seeing there's volcano in the distance and we finally got a beer you know we made it we're just trying to soak it in but then you know we're thinking we gotta go find an atm and it's 30 minutes away we don't have money to pay taxi drivers like what are we gonna do we luckily there was like a neighbor to our airbnb and they were actually eating at the same restaurant as us and they needed to go find an atm as well but they were from guatemala but they spoke english And so they were like, oh, like, why don't you like just stick with us? Like, we'll go figure it out, whatever. So then we like hitch a ride in some random bed of a truck and we pay this guy like six bucks (laughs) and we finally drive up all the way along the coast of the lake to get to this other town and we get cash out, we get, you know, there's a grocery store, we get a bunch of beers, we get breakfast because we're literally staying in the middle of nowhere. So like we need to get food and water because we're not going to be able to go into town every day to get meals. So we get, you know, cereal, PB&Js, pasta, just anything that we think is easy to make and that we can survive off of. So then we get a tuk-tuk back to the the house, which is like 30 minutes away. And a tuk-tuk is like basically like a moped with a backseat. That's all I can describe it as. I don't even know. If you guys see on my story, you guys can probably see a video of it. But they're these cute little like three-wheel buggies. And that's how you get around like the whole lake, basically. It's like their version of like a taxi. And we have three people. And so we're squeezing in the back seat and we have all these groceries, all this beer, all this water. And we get this little tuk-tuk back to the Airbnb. And he gets there and he's like, so scared about the dirt road. And we're like, you just got to go up. We cannot walk up all those stairs with this groceries. Like we will literally like, that will be my 13th reason, honestly. And we get halfway up (laughs) and it can't go anymore. Like it is fighting for its life to get up this hill, this hill. And so Morgan has to get out of the car. Like we have to literally start pulling off weight and then it can finally go. And we're like, you know what, Morgan meet us up at the top because you can walk, but we're not carrying the groceries. So then we leave Morgan to walk up this huge, long dirt road hill, but we've got all the groceries out. We get home, we pay him, whatever. And at this point we are just happy to be alive. We've got water. We now have cash. We know how to get to the Airbnb and like figure out the tuk-tuk situation And now the vibes are just high. The sun is setting. It's gorgeous. There's a hot tub. We're living life. So we're start drinking. We're like, let's get in the hot tub and just play music. We've been playing music. We're taking shots. The hot tub doesn't work. Now, if you guys are new here, my dad builds hot tubs for a living. My dad owns a hot tub company. And so I'm calling him. I'm like, dad, help me out. I got to get this hot tub to work. Because I'm on a lake with a bunch of volcanoes and I'm with my girls and I need a drink and be in a hot tub. <sighs> it doesn't, it don't work. It doesn't work. We tried. We're messaging the Airbnb host. we like, get this to work. Please, please, please. We don't get it to work. But we're like, whatever. We've got two more days here. We're going to tell them to send someone to get it to work tomorrow. Maybe we're doing something wrong and whatever. So we kind of just party all night. We're dancing. We're vibing. We're having a good time. And I mean, we didn't party all night. We went to bed at like a reasonable hour because we were so freaking tired. But we go to bed. We wake up the next morning and (laughs) and Morgan wakes up to a message from the Airbnb host, which we are thinking is going to be about having someone come to fix the hot tub. No, it is a message from the Airbnb host that says there will be no running water or power in the Airbnb or in the surrounding towns of the lake all day until 5 p.m. for scheduled maintenance. We're like, I'm so sorry. What 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 do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? No power. Can't charge your phones. Can't charge your laptops. Cannot flush the toilet. Cannot take a shower. Cannot... Cook breakfast, can't cook coffee. Nothing, literally nothing. (laughs) We might as well have stayed in a tent. We might as well have stayed in a tent. The hot tub didn't work. So I guess that was now what we were going to be using to take a bath, except for it was ice freaking cold, mama. So we are literally washing our hairs over the balcony of of the Airbnb, and pouring like cups of water on each other from the hot tub, from the ice cold hot tub. Because we're like, we're disgusting. Keep in mind, mamas, mamas, I've got a spray tan on. I've got a full spray tan on still. I got a rinse. We literally could not even believe <laughs> what was happening. We thought that our our troubles of this vacation were behind us and that we were going to wake up and just have the most beautiful, stunning day. The weather was amazing. Nope, 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 nope. Luckily... We were meeting up with our friends this day who were staying in a, another town on the lake and we were going to do a boat day and just like go around to these different towns. But like I said, the surrounding towns also didn't have power or so we were told. They Their Airbnb also didn't have power. So we were just like, whatever, have the boat take us to any town that does have power. We meet up with our friends. This is the first time that I'm like meeting most of the crew. And let me just tell you, the nicest people I've ever met in my life Like, such a fun crew. We're on the boat. We brought our bottle of tequila. We're taking shots. Okay, also, I realized from the video that I posted, it looks like we are literally alcoholics, and then all we did was drink. Yes, all we did was drink. However... I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a law there or if it's just how they make it or whatever. The tequila in Guatemala is actually different. Like the percentage of alcohol in each bottle is different. We didn't know that the first night. We literally drank a whole bottle between Billy, me, and Morgo. And we were literally not drunk. We were like, what is happening? And these shots are so easy to take. Then we literally realized the tequila there has half the amount of alcohol in it than it does at home. So, you know, for every shot you're taking, you're taking like a third of a shot. That's girl math. I don't know. So we're ripping shots on this boat ride. The sun is shining. We're on our way to this other town across the lake. The lake is the biggest lake I've ever seen. It is huge. It's like an ocean. So it takes a while to get over. It was so bumpy. yay. Eh? Trying to take a shot, we were all literally like, we are going to lose a tooth. We are going to chip our teeth. We need to be very careful. we got a bride on board. we got a groom on board. But we get across to this other town. And this other town is called San Juan La Laguna, and that's the town that I had been to before with Nene and Co. and Teza and Zoe last when I came to Guatemala like 10 years ago. So now I was like, okay, I'm feeling familiar. I'm feeling familiar. I've been here before. And it's like a super touristy kind of like, just like shops and stuff. We took um, this little like tour and they taught us all about the yarn that they use to make their traditional garments and how they dye it with fruits and stuff. They literally said that the way that they dye the colors of the yarns depend on when they pick the flower if it's a full moon or a new moon and it literally changes the color of the yarn we were flabbergasted it was so cool learning all about it like I love I love going on vacations and obviously like partying and stuff but it really is fun to like immerse yourself into their culture there as well and I've been to Guatemala and I, the the first time I came, there was no partying. It was all just immersing in the culture. And so it, it did feel familiar to me and it was just like really fun. But then we just like walked around the town, got cervezas, we got lunch, had a ball of a time. This crew, I'm telling you, is just the nicest. Most of it was like couples. Well, it was all couples, except for me, Billy and Morgan. And just like the nicest. I told them all like, we like we after after we were here and we were here all day, we we went back to their Airbnb, which was so much nicer than our Airbnb or our Airbnb. It was literally a castle on a hill. But I was telling them, I was just like, it is so like as a gay person, like growing up, like you're just so scared to meet straight men and straight men are just like so intimidating. And I don't know. They were all just so nice And I just truly felt like one of the boys and I was like living, I don't know. It was just so much fun. But while we were in the town, literally there was a, the bride, her name's Kate. There was a line of people to meet her, to get a, to get a photo with her. No idea why. They must have thought that she was a celebrity or something. I don't know who, but literally at one point there was a line of like six people getting, getting photos with her. Grandmas, abuelas. Aunts, uncles, children. Like, it was crazy. We were like, what is happening? But anyways, so we we finished our exploring over on that part of town. Like I said, we went to their Airbnb, which was literally a castle compared to our shithole. And we partied. And, I mean, we partied. We got real tequila at a liquor store. We got Don Julio, Patron. And wow, 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 wow. <laughs> it was so much fun it was literally so much fun and they had a work, working running hot tub and they had a pool and just like i, I it was I, I don't even have any words this was like i said this is one of the first vacations that i've taken that like truly was a trip like truly a vacation like it wasn't for work it wasn't a brand trip it wasn't whatever and wow now i understand why people go on vacation it was so much I oh, no just partying having no time to be woken up at like oh my god we i i, <laughs> I can't even tell you how many shots were taken there might have been a little chocolate shroomies <laughs> taken but wow wow it was so fun we we then partied so late that there was no way to get home there was no tuk-tuks no taxi drivers nothing So we did have to sleep on the couch of their giant mansion, unfortunately, and we woke up at 7 a.m. to their butler, their like chef, cooking them breakfast. And when I tell you, I've never heard someone in a kitchen make more noise in my entire life. I don't know if he was doing it on purpose to get us out of the house or what, but when I tell you, it sounded like he took every piece of silverware in that house and put it into the garbage disposal and turn it on, turn it off, turn it on, turn it off, shatter a plate, throw a cup over there. The the noises that were coming out of the kitchen, me and Billy were shook beyond compare. We didn't even know what was happening. We wanted to keep sleeping, but we were like, get me out of this freaking house because the amount of noise coming from that kitchen deserves jail, deserves jail. We're hungover. We're tired. We got to go. So we take the walk of shame at precisely 7.30 a.m. in the morning. And a walk of shame in Guatemala hits a little differently because once again, we're going up 200 flights of stairs. We're going down driveways. We're going up dirt roads. And I'm in booty shorts and a tank top from the day prior. <laughs> and it, it it was it was a little shocking. I won't lie. I won't lie. It was a little shocking. It was alarming. It was humbling, but it was worth it. It was all worth it. So we finally get back up to our Airbnb. You know, we go up the stairs, we do the tuk-tuk, we take up the little dirt road. And we go to go to bed because we're exhausted and we want a few more Z's before we have a day on the lake. And knock, knock, knock on our Airbnb door, 8 a.m. It's, it's, it's a, a little amiga Amiga here to help us maybe fix our hot tub. So we thought. So, you know, we let her in. Morgan stays down on the couch with her to, you know, fix the hot tub. Next thing we know, the hot tub's empty. She emptied it. She emptied the hot tub. So now not only do we not have a hot hot tub, we don't have a cold hot tub. At least at this point, we've got power so we can take a shower. But we're like, wait, why did you empty it? Like we would have cold plunged at least like, I don't know. It was so confusing. She was there all morning. So then Morgan didn't get a nap at all. It was just so shocker of a day. We slept in until I don't even know what time. We were running so slow. We were literally zombies. And then we finally were like, you know what? Let's get up. Let's go to town. Let's go to dinner because this is our last day on the lake. And we got to like utilize some of the time, you know? So we text our guy to pick us up in the tuk-tuk. And he doesn't answer. When I tell you, we're in the middle of nowhere. So we just, you know, we're like, let's see how far it'll take us to walk. We start walking. We go down the stairs. We start walking into the direction that we know a town is in. We're walking, walking, walking. And I would walk a hundred miles in. That's how long it felt, 500 miles. And we're in, obviously, you know, looks. I'm in like a silk tank top, pants, the whole shebang. I'm carrying a purse. There are men driving by on motorcycles like, who are these three prostitutes walking on a dirt road in the middle of nowhere on the wrong side of the island? I don't know what you guys are doing over here. We finally get um, or took a to guy to Texas back and he picks us up literally off the side of the road like after we already walked two miles and then he took us to we were like we gotta go to town to find a restaurant and whatever literally he, he takes us to this other spot of town that we've never been to by this like church and I'm glad we went because it was this like new part of town that we hadn't seen yet it was a gorgeous view but then we just sat in this, he like drops us off at this random truck and we we get in the truck of the bed and we're thinking, you know, the person's going to take us. We sat in that truck bed for like 30 minutes. We're like, amigo, are we going to Panachal? He's like, yeah, it's si, si. easy. We're like, uh, no, on delay, on delay. Like right now, <laughs> well, are we going or not? Because by the time we started going, it was dark, pitch black, but you know, it was fine. Whatever. I think, I don't, I don't know if like the truck that we got, and I think it's like their version of like a like a, uh, a public bus. I think, like, they kind of wait until it fills up. I don't know. Anyways, so we finally made it to Panahichel. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Panahichel? I don't know. We we needed to come over here because we needed real food. I, I, I think I lost maybe 10 pounds on this trip because we literally did not eat. And <laughs> when we did eat, it was so just not good. (laughs) And we just needed a real meal. And this this town was like more touristy and larger. So that's why we went all the way over there. It was like 30 minutes away. We get to this restaurant and we ordered so much freaking food. I got the most delicious (laughs) pasta. You guys know I'm a pasta bitch. And I got this like penne spicy pink sauce meal. And It was needed. It was very needed. Then we took the car ride back to our place. And I think I'm trying to remember what we did this night. I think we had a pretty chill night because we were so exhausted and we just we needed to catch up on some Z's. The next morning we needed to get up and go to the next town, Atitlan or uh, Antigua. And so, you know, we knew we had a long journey ahead. So we tried to go to bed. Let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you. Hurricane Katrina was outside of our Airbnb. Hurricane Katrina. It sounded like our Airbnb was literally going to be blown over by the big bad wolf. By Goldilocks and the three bears. It sounded like Lord Farquaad had attended... Shrek Swamp, and he was ready to demolish it with a bulldozer. That is what was happening. We did not get one ounce of sleep. It was so windy outside. Our Airbnb was such a piece of crap. It was built by literally, I don't even know what materials. And literally, it sounded like we were going to get blown over. We were going to die, and literally, I did not get one ounce of sleep. We kept getting up and looking at each other and just being like, oh, my God. And you know when you're so tired, you, like, can't really... Well, I mean, A, even if I wasn't tired, there's nothing I could do about it. But we were so tired that, like... We couldn't even say anything like we were just like, oh, my gosh, literally goodbye. Goodbye. So we need to say when we woke up, we were very cranky, very tired, and we could not wait (laughs) to get the heck out of this Airbnb. It was so cute. It was so cool. But it was literally just like issue after issue after issue. It, It truly was an adventure. So a lot of you guys were asking me about my Airbnb link and I will not be sharing the link because I do not want anyone to have to go through what I went through at this Airbnb. However, we get ready, we change, we pack up all our shit, and luckily we get the tuk-tuk driver to because car the car couldn't really come up the big van that we were taking to antigua couldn't come up the road so we had a tuk-tuk driver come put all our luggage in the tuk-tuk drive it down to the car for us which was so so sweet um and then we went to we had the, the, the drive from the lake to antigua is like two hours and after the absolute adventure and shit show of Lake Atitlan, we could not be more excited to go to a town where, you know, you wake up, you walk to a coffee shop, you w- you walk to get food. Everything is walkable. Everything is just in this, like, tight, small little city. And we were pumped. We were pumped. We, we get into our new Airbnb and we couldn't check in for a few hours, which is fine. It's fine. They let us keep our luggage in there. And then we just walk to get food. I know a lot of people that are like from Antigua or have been to Antigua before. So I got a list of food recommendations and we went to this place and it was so freaking good. They had like dumplings and tacos and, you know, just good drinks. And after the food that we had been eating, Antigua seemed like literally five-star restaurants. Like it was – and they really do have a lot of good food. But like after the crap that we had been eating by the lake, it literally seemed like so bougie. We were just so excited. We were so happy to be there. So we ate and then we went back to our – place brushed up unpacked got into our airbnb all the things and then we kind of just put on like comfy clothes and we kind of just like went on the town and we went to this bar called barrio or el barrio or something and they had so many funny drinks they had one drink called the venice bitch so obviously you know i had to get it there were like all these different shots it was so cute and it was fun we literally just like sat we ate we got literally the most delicious nachos I've ever had in my entire life and we just hung out it was a very chill day we didn't do anything crazy we kind of needed to just unwind from the adventure at the lake and get regrounded to civilization and then the next morning we had one full day to explore in Antigua before all the wedding festivities started. So that's exactly what we did. We explored. We woke up. We got the most delicious breakfast, <laughs> the most amazing French toast. I got eggs. I got a sandwich. I got avocado toast. We went ham because we were just so hungry. Everywhere we ate in Antigua, we ordered so much food because we we're so used to being starving the rest of the trip. And we definitely over, over, uh, uh, over-ordered over everywhere we went. But it was a really cute spot. We went to, into a few vintage stores. We went into this like luxury store of like handmade like art pieces and stuff and we just kind of explore the town Antigua is literally one of the cutest places I've ever been it's so colorful it's so cute it feels like so authentic Guatemalan like architecture and like just like untouched it's all cobblestone streets if you guys ever want to go to just like a place that you know is cute safe and like feels like a like a destination, go to Antigua. Because sometimes like when you go to Paris, you're expecting it to be like all these old vintage buildings and this and that. And like you get there and you're like, oh, it's just a city. And like there is that within it. But Antigua literally is like just like all old architecture and it's so cute and it's so colorful. Yellow, pink, bright blue, turquoise, like and just the textures on the walls and everything. Like it is literally the cutest place I've ever been. So we just are walking around, we're exploring, we're taking photos, we're going to all these shops, we're just having a ball of a time, honestly. After the experience of the lake, like, we were just in heaven. We then went to this super cute organic wine bar that someone at one of the vintage stores we went to told us about, and it was so delicious. We got, like, organic orange wine, which obviously, like in Los Angeles, I'm very used to, they have that everywhere here. But in Antigua, it was, like, new there, and it was, like, started by... The person who owned the vintage job was friends. So we went and it was really cute. And then we went back to our house. We freshened up and we were going to dinner and drinks out with anyone who was already in town for the wedding. The wedding festivities didn't start until the next day, but we were meeting up with some of the gang, some of the guys that we were with at the lake. We're now in town. And Tequila was out. Tequila was out. Tequila was out. And as I was walking to the bar, literally on the corner, I'm standing on the corner. We're walking to the bar in the middle of Antigua, the middle of the night. There's no one else on the street. Someone on a motorcycle stops right by us. I'm thinking we're about to get jumped. Okay. Cute, cute, sweet angel girl on the back of the seat goes, oh, tight friends, tight friends," And I'm like, you are literally shitting me. You're literally joking, right? And she didn't speak that kind of English, but she was like, oh my gosh, I love you. I follow you on the Instagram. Like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe I'm running into it. Like literally she was just driving by on the street in this like super small town in Guatemala <laughs> at 11 p.m. at night and literally just sees me walking down the street. It was so cute. And I was so drunk. I can't tell you how hard I embraced this girl. I was so happy. It it was so cute. And it just literally, it honestly made my whole trip. Like, she was so nice. And anyways, then we went out. We went out to dinner. We went out for drinks at El Barrio again. And then at the bar, the guy was like, oh, my gosh, tight French. Like, you were here last night. And I was too nervous to say anything. But, like, here you are again. So, like, I need a photo with you, whatever. Excuse me? Excuse me. So apparently in Guatemala, in Antigua, I'm a celebrity. I'm a celebrity. And I'm moving to Guatemala because everyone there is so nice. He was so sweet. He kept giving me free shots all night and free Jaeger bombs, all this, whatever. And keep in mind, I'm with this whole wedding party, so we're already taking shots. Now, it was really sweet that he obviously was giving me free shots and everything, and he was so nice. Um, if you guys were aware on my Instagram stories, you might have heard that I got my Canon G7X lost on the trip. My camera that I use all my content for, I lost. That's the reason why I got lost. I was at this bar. The free drinks were coming. Tequila was out. And I woke up the next morning with no camera. (laughs) So I don't know if it got stolen. I don't know if I lost it. If I lost it, it definitely got stolen. And now I have no Canon G7X. And I have none of the content that I shot that day in Antigua, which is a huge bummer i'm like take the camera i can buy a new camera i mean i'll put it on a credit card it's not like i'm rolling in the dough especially after this trip it'll be really sad but i can buy a new camera i can't rebuy those photos like just give me the memory card i was so so sad there were these photos on there of billy and i that were literally probably some of the hottest photos we've ever taken together also shout out billy it was her birthday yesterday go wish her happy birthday but you know what I really, really was trying to not have this ruin my trip because at that point, there's nothing I can do about it. What what am I going to do? We went to El Barrio. I messaged the guy on Instagram. We went to the dinner reservation place. Nowhere had it. We're in a different country. Of course, if someone found it, they're taking it. Of course, they're going to take it. So I... I honestly feel like in a normal state of mind, I would have been able to br- sh- like just brush it off a little easier. But I was so hung over the next morning that it really was just not good. It was no bueno, no bueno, no bueno. Um, we accepted our fate. We went, we got a cerveza, we got some pork dumplings and we turned our day around. We walked around, we had a ball, you know, did the thing. Then we had the welcome dinner for for the wedding party that night. We get back to our Airbnb. We get ready and we go to this welcome soiree. Let me tell you, the welcome soiree was probably nicer than any wedding I'll ever have. Just the welcome dinner. Just the welcome dinner. It's at this rooftop in the main central square of Antigua at sunset. And there's... Three volcanoes surrounding you at sunset. One of the volcanoes starts erupting during sunset. The sun beams just grazing right over. We're on this rooftop. They're just—I mean, it's open bar. It's free food. I was in paradise. I was—I was in paradise. I—I I really was. It was the cutest little sunset welcome dinner I've ever seen. And it was a ball of time. Then, you know, drinks are flowing. Drinks are flowing. So obviously we're going out after that. We go back to our Airbnb. We freshen up. And then us and like everyone there that's there for the wedding is just going out on the town. We go to this club. We're dancing. We're vibing. We're having a ball of time. I didn't bring anything else out because I didn't want to lose anything except for my little Digi camera, my little vintage one. And we had a night. We had a night. It was super fun. We go back to our Airbnb and me, Billy and Morgan are not tired. So we're just still raging. We probably partied. I don't even know till what time, (laughs) but I know we did party too hard because then the next day our neighbors at our Airbnb were like, yeah, you guys are going to need to keep it down next time. Okay. Tonight, please just go bed a little earlier or... Turn it down a little bit. The next day, the wedding festivities started to begin, and we finally went to the wedding venue where most of the stuff was happening this weekend. And they were having a pool party. Want to tell you this villa that this bitch Kate, <laughs> the uh, the bride, rented out for her wedding is the most stunning thing. I think I'm copying her entire wedding. I don't know. I probably might need to find a sugar daddy, but it was the most stunning. I've ever seen in my entire life. And she just planned every detail so perfectly that just the pool party had probably more florals than I'll ever be able to afford at my wedding. It was so beautiful. The, the brightest pink flowers ever, the pool party, the villa, everything was like, like me and Billy after the shocking Airbnb situation that we had, like, I was just like, Oh, okay. Like this is the life I'm supposed to be in. This is the life of luxury that I'm, meant to be in and i'm going to enjoy for the next few days so we just had this amazing pool party once again open bar taco stand i'm just living my life espresso martini after espresso martini shot 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 there was so much booze happening the sun was out my outfit was cute we were getting good pics i've never been just in such a state of bliss in my entire life everyone there is so nice the wedding party is also nice Literally, I cannot even express to you the level of peace I felt at this pool party. It was so much fun. Then <laughs> we get back. We're walking through the town, back to our apartment. We're literally in our bikinis, basically, walking through town. And we, we get back. We freshen up quickly because we have our rehearsal dinner to go to. <sighs> I thought the pool party was nice. I thought the pool party was nice. I show up to the rehearsal dinner, and it's in these ruins of 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 a old. I'm a, what I'm assuming is a chapel. Uh, it, lo- it looked like we were in the Sistine Chapel in Rome. These ruins. It was the most beautiful building I've ever seen. Candelabras, six feet tall. Music playing. All white florals. We're just like long, skinny tables. I. Uh, I don't, I actually don't even have words to describe. You guys need to go see it on my Instagram story. Everything I'm seeing, go to my Guatemala Instagram highlight if you want a visual for any of the things I'm describing, because I actually cannot even describe how beautiful this was. Like, I would get married just in there. Please, please. I'm so pissed because this was the cutest. This was the cutest I looked the whole trip. This was my best outfit of the whole trip. And I didn't get a photo in it, I got like one photo. But I, 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 no, I didn't get a photo. I didn't get a photo. It was too long of a day after the pool party, you know, no, there was no photo happening. Plus it was like a rehearsal dinner. There was guests all around. I just like, I don't know. The other spots I could like, you know, kind of sneak away and get a photo. But, I'll do anything for a photo, but I'm not going to, like, literally make someone's rehearsal dinner about me and, like, be, like, with my big camera and my flash, like, taking a thousand photos in the corner. That's just not... I'm going to be respectful, especially, like, I'm a plus one, okay? I'm not even the wedding guest. So, anyways, I didn't really really get a photo, but I actually am going to Napa this weekend. (laughs) Can I please get some sleep? Can I please get some sleep up in here? Anyways, I'm going to Napa this weekend with Nick Mackie and... I, I think I'm actually gonna rewear that outfit. So I'll get a photo then. But the, the the rehearsal dinner was just so gorgeous. Had a few speeches. The meal was delicious. The place was delicious. Everything was just top tier. We go home. We we didn't go out that night. We didn't drink too hard. We I mean, we obviously drank at the rehearsal dinner, but we didn't go too hard because the next day was the wedding. And Billy and Morgan were bridesmaids. So they had to be up super early and at the um, location, the wedding venue. They'd be there at like eight a.m. So they left so early. I was like, "Thank God!" I've been with you bitches for seven days. This is the only time I've got alone. I can order Taco Bell, watch an episode of RuPaul's Drag Race, and sleep in. Like, go do your wedding duties. I'll meet you there at the wedding. Hasta luego, muchacho. See you later. So that's exactly what I did. I woke up. I was a little hungover. I was so tired. I, I when I'm not hungover, I was just tired. Like. I had been from Aspen to, to Guatemala. I literally had not had alone time to myself or like time to just like not be talking to someone in literally like 10 days. So I was just like, my social battery was running low. It was running very, very low. Let's just say that. So I, you know, slowly got up. I'm getting ready. I ate Taco Bell, did the whole thing. And I... I didn't know what time the wedding was, but I was told I needed to be at the wedding venue at 340. My clothes were at the wedding venue because they were steaming them so I could just quickly change into them. So I'm just assuming that, you know, they're giving me a buffer and the the wedding ceremony is at 430 or 5. Um, No, the wedding was at 4. So I find that out as I'm ordering my Uber and my Uber will not connect to the thing. I still have to change. So I'm like freaking out. And then Morgan and Billy are texting me like, like, no, you're fine. Like we haven't even taken photos yet. You're good. Something okay, great. I told them I'm on the way. I'm like 10 minutes away. They're like, yeah, take your time. Just like change and then come. We haven't taken photos yet. So I get there. I hurry to quickly change. And I walk out. They're walking down the aisle. They're walking down the aisle. I've missed the start of the ceremony. And once again, I'm like, I'm a plus one. I can't be the person that's like running through someone's ceremony to like sit down late. So I'm panicking i'm like i don't want them to see me in the back i don't want them to notice that I was late like no or like i would rather just miss the whole ceremony like i'm not going to be noticed at all i'm not gonna be that person so i wait until she's walking down the aisle and everyone's standing up you know whatever facing her as she's like at the altar everyone's standing up and as everyone's like starting to sit back down i'm just like i was literally i'm not kidding i was hiding in a bush and i literally sprinted like with tip 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 tippy toes so that no one heard me no one saw me but then literally the front two rows were the only ones that were empty. All the other rows were full. So then I had to go up to literally like the first third row. I was just like, Oh my gosh. Luckily. I don't think most people noticed it was quick. It was smooth, but I was literally in a panic, in a panic. So Billy Morgan, that one's on you. You guys told me I had time, but anyways, then obviously they did like the bridesmaids photos and stuff. So I just went to cocktail hour and mingled with just like people that i would met throughout the week. And once again, I mean, I'm sounding redundant, but, like, the cocktail hour was in this, like, giant glass gazebo, live band playing, open bar, like, it just, uh, florals everywhere. I've never felt so bougie in my entire life. I was in a gorgeous Sandro suit that, honestly, was a miracle that I fit in, probably because I dropped 10 pounds from the first week that I was there. And, honestly, this is a shout-out to Skims. Skims, yes, I was wearing a full, like, girdle, <laughs> short belt thing, whatever. I don't know, like a short thing, and then, like, it went up to, like, right under my tits. I've never felt so confident in my life. Like, it just, like, sucked everything in where it needed to suck in. And I feel like when you start drinking and you're in a suit and you're really in a tight clothes, like, sometimes when you get chatting, you're kind of forgetting to, you know, posture and, like, stick straight up. It just kind of helps keep everything in and help you, like, remember to, like, keep your posture and stuff. So, yeah, I will say they need to start making skims for boys because the skims that I'm wearing for girls, um, they're, squeez- they're, they're, they're squeezing my nads. And by nads, I mean balls. They're squeezing my balls a little too tight because obviously they're made for people with a punani and and they don't need space right there. But I want everything sucked in, but I don't need my, my cooter being sucked all the way back in, um, if you know what I'm saying. anyways. So, the rehearsal dinner, I mean, the, the, the cocktail hour, gorgeous, stunning sunset under a volcano. I mean, boo hoo, gorgeous. I don't even, there's nothing else to even say. Billy finally gets his own photos. We're taking our own photos. We maybe took a little chocolate shroomies, you know. <laughs> and then just the, the wedding night was literally a fairy tale, literally a, a Guatemalan fairy tale. The, 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 I was sitting, I was sitting at the head table with the bride and groom because my, my plus, my, my date was, was a bridesmaid. The dinner was gorgeous. I had a gorgeous steak. I'm in my steak era. Like I said in the Aspen episode, I am in my steak era. I can't get out of it. I'm obsessed. And we just, I don't, I don't even know. The speeches were great. Then we did like their first dance and da, 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 da. I... I have no words. I have no words, I don't even know what to say. It was a typical like running one uh, it was a typical wedding rundown from there like I'm, I don't need to go over every single detail, but just know that the detail like I, I can't I can't put it into words. like I could be like, oh, then they did their first dance and whatever you're picturing times it by 20. And then well like oh, we did our dancing, whatever you're picturing times it by 20. It was so gorgeous. and then they had a fireworks show. To then send us into the after party, which was back where the rehearsal—I mean, the 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 dinner was—and like just like then, you know, the youngins stayed to party to dance or whatever. And maybe like half an hour in, we're dancing, we're vibing, whatever. One of the employees accidentally knocks over one of the heaters because it was a little chilly. Accidentally knocks over the heater, and it falls on top of her, hits her in the head the whole like glass tube where the glass where the uh gas flame is blowing shatters on her literally they're like screaming for a medic when i tell you i've never seen a wedding reception end so fast in my life i've never seen vibes go from so high to so low in my entire life everyone was like oh my god like is she okay did she lose a tooth like what is happening like it, she looked like she was about to pass out it was so crazy i felt so bad for kate but i mean obviously we're glad she's okay but it literally was just like it was crazy like she got hit something fell everyone was like running towards her and then like the dj literally just like was like okay i'm gonna take this as my cue to leave so then he stopped playing the music and like literally started unplugging his shit and then they like took it up and then literally they start like ripping up the dance floor and we're just like wait whoa, 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 whoa 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 like that just ended so abruptly it was crazy but it was getting late it was good it was good we went home. What time were we home? We were home by like 2 a.m. And we needed to leave the next day to check out of our Airbnb. To go back to Guatemala City to check into a different hotel. So we we get up the next morning. Our Airbnb at this spot had like a spiral staircase. It was heinous. It was so annoying to get all of our luggage up and down it. Spiral staircases are not very um, practical. That's for sure. I don't think, um, you know, back in the day when the people were building these homes in Antigua, were they thinking that twenty-seven-year-old homosexuals would be would be bringing two hundred-pound, um, six-foot-long suitcases up them? But um, if they would have thought that about that, they probably would have made a different set of stairs. But we we get to Guatemala City. It's like a two-hour ride back. All our luggage and our our hotel won't let us check in till three. We're like, cool, cool, cool. Well, we're starving and we're also going to pass away. So we leave our luggage in a thing. We go to this food spot and we just order, I mean, everything under the sun. A pizza, a pasta, a burger, a wellness shot, a water bottle. We get everything. And it was well needed. And then we finally get into our hotel and we literally just zonk away. We're just in bed. We're like, we don't care if we're wasting a day. We don't want to see anything in Guatemala City. We literally do not care. Plus, it was a Super Bowl. And that's when we watched the Super Bowl. In Spanish, as you guys heard at the top of the episode, and all of those things, but yeah, I'm trying to think if there was like any other major things. Oh, then I woke up the next morning <laughs> for my flight, and I had literal diarrhea. <laughs> it was like six a.m. that I had to wake up. Well, no, it was like five, and we had talked about in the <laughs> while we were watching the Super Bowl, and it was not good. And I think my body was just like, I don't even know what you're eating. I don't know what, where you've been or what, but like it was finally catching up to me. And I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to go on my flight. I was a little scared. But anyways, I, I, I handle it and I was able to get back to, to the airport. And obviously my luggage was overweight. I had to redistribute all the things, whatever. My duffel bag didn't have any handles on it because the handles had fallen off when I went up the stairs. It was hard to carry. Luckily they let me check it for free. It was a lot. There was one point. <laughs> well, I forgot to talk about this. When when I was getting ready for the rehearsal dinner, I was like curling my eyelashes with the eyelash curler and I tripped and I literally ripped out half of my eyelashes. Like the eyelashes all in my inner corner. I'm not kidding. Like are gone. They were, they were like cramped into the eyelash curler. I took it out. I like put it out and I was like, oh, like the root and everything. So yeah. Needless to say, if you guys have a good eyelash oil, let me know. I would love to use it. I literally think I lost 10 pounds on this trip. I'm not exaggerating because of just all the walking, all the stairs, not eating, a lot of drinking. Wow. I, <laughs> I'm trying to think if I forgot anything. Literally, it was just like the most magical trip. Honestly, it was such an adventure. I am probably forgetting so many details, so many funny things that happened, but that's all the energy I <laughs> Have to give. I'm sorry this episode was late. I'm sorry there was no episode on Friday. Hopefully we're gonna get back to regularly scored. Hopefully we're gonna get back to regularly scheduled programming here at TyRants. I appreciate you guys letting me go live out my fantasy and have a little vacation. But I'm excited to be back and here with you guys. Like I said, I'm going to Napa this weekend. That'll be fun. Obviously, you guys will hear about that next Wednesday. I'm doing Girls Camp podcast this week. Um, and weekly trash at the end of the month. So yeah, a lot of fun stuff coming up for Tyrants. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. If any of you guys are thinking about going to Guatemala, this is your sign. Look into it, book the trip it. Oh my God, you guys, I need to end this episode. <laughs> book the ticket. You will not regret it. Antigua, Guatemala, Lake Atitlan. literally one of my favorite places I've ever been. I'm so glad I got to have a new experience after my first trip 10 years ago because I was so depressed that trip. And yeah, I just I'm so grateful to have had this experience with Billy, my best friend and Morgan. Um, Obviously, we've known each other for a while through Billy and we've been on trips and stuff before. But this really like solidified our friendship. And I just I love her so much. She's so kind. They were so, so helpful in getting all my content. They never complained once about helping me shoot photos or anything We created a beautiful video that I posted as a reel yesterday. If you want to go see the vibes of the whole trip, I just, I don't know. I love them so, so much. I am so thankful for Kate and Lucas, the bride and groom, for allowing me to come as a plus one to Billy. Once again, I've met Kate before, but this was really the first time that we've really like, you know, spent a chunk of time together. And I truly just consider them friends for life. Lucas and all of his friends just embraced me so much. And they were so So kind I am leaving this trip. I really do feel like this trip like healed a part of me and really just like brought back a sense of life to me and a sense of adventure to me that I feel like I've been missing for so long and I just, I needed it so well. So I needed it so bad. I don't know how to say that anyways. So thank you really for allowing me to just go enjoy my vacation. And I didn't get so many DMs, you know, pestering me about they not being a Friday episode and I'm sure you guys just understood that <laughs> I, I was a little busy but and sorry this episode was late but I'm gonna get this out as soon as possible I love you guys so much happy happy Valentine's Day I'm your Valentine forever and always and I will see you guys on Friday Bye. Bye.